Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, just like hey, that. Hey, listen, we live. I, y'all have no idea what we went through for this, bro. <laughs> y'all have absolutely zero idea <laughs> what we went to try and get this goddamn show off your... I don't even know if we live right now. Are we live? Like, in theory... We are technically live on YouTube right now. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us. Although it doesn't say that we're live in. Oh, not now it does. Okay, I was about to say. I'm about to take somebody out. We not. I appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us for another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. In theory, the Daily Show is back. In theory. In theory. In theory. In theory, everything. Communism works. Y'all let us know if uh, everybody sounds good, if everybody looks good, all of that, man. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love. Um, We don't even have an intro because it took us so goddamn long to get up on this live stream. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen. listen. Hey, just do it. (laughs) I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Hey, man, Bulls got a big win last night, man. I thought that that was uh, worth bringing to the first episode of The Daily Show. Being back, man. Um, Bulls got a big win last night, man. I thought uh, thought it was an interesting game. Got down 23 early and then found a way to fight their way back into it and end up winning. 128-107. So the question for the panel today, man. By the way, uh, Pettiest Man Alive, Mr. P. Kid, to my... To my uh, left here and then uh Stefan Adon to the right y'all already know what it is uh question for the panel today was this an actual turning point not in the Chicago Bulls season because at the end of the day uh Bulls season is probably done right like it's probably we're gonna get a play in maybe make a playoff maybe we compete a little bit in a playoff um and then hope for the best right prepare for the worst keep praying for the best but is was last night a turning point in the Bulls as a whole, realizing, hey, we actually have some pieces on this team that if they're put in the right position, i.e. Alex Caruso not playing power forward, i.e. Kobe White actually getting an opportunity to have the ball in his hand, if they're put in the right position, they actually can be productive, turning defense into offense, and we need to add around that. Your thoughts? Well... I don't know. For me, I'm just looking at it like I, me, me, me personally, I don't because I look at the season in totality or up until this point, and they haven't really to to us consistently stepped up. I mean, you you talked about it. They look like they need more more bench scoring. They need more help off the bench. Um, Io hasn't really contributed a lick. Um, this, this season, you look, you look at what P wills done. P wills been up and down. Same, same thing with Kobe. I look, I look at the stats right here. Um, I mean, from, from yesterday's game, I mean, Zach, Zach did what Zach does. DeMar, DeMar's doing what he usually does, even though it was kind of considered an off game. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Kobe White, Kobe White and Patrick Williams, uh, to be honest, have to be the key for them to even 
I mean, because now, because now they're pretty much going to be locked into a play-in spot. Are they going to be able to step up and one that play-in game? And two, even if they get past that play-in game, like what what's what's that going to look like? You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's just like, are 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 th- are those two going to step up enough for the for the Bulls to actually make some noise? Because, um. Yeah, yes, yesterday in the second half, I mean they they had nine steals. Like like they they legitimately did everything defensively to show you like yeah we're we're top rated defensive team and this is what it looks like when everything is clicking. It really just comes down to me to it really just comes down to me to Kobe White and Patrick Williams, but I don't know if I can get them to translate these types of games. When it really matters, because you really only got four games left now. Well, that's that's what I mean, right? I don't I, I don't think it does anything for this season. It it just doesn't. But what I think the one interesting thing was I saw the Bulls play good defense in the first half of that game. There were a lot of wide open threes. Now that that part right irritated my soul. But I saw the yeah. Bulls play. I saw the Bulls play good defense in the first half of that game. The thing that what happened though is right, like Patrick Williams comes down really solid defensive play on the one side. And then it goes down to Pat Bev in the corner for a wide open three that he misses. Uh, and then they come down and knock down a three. Or you go down and, uh, you know, Patrick Bev gets a big steal for the Chicago Bulls, pushes it ahead up to DeMar DeRozan, who ends up taking a, a contested mid-range shot that doesn't end up falling. I think what we're seeing from the Chicago Bulls here more times this season than not is the abil- the inability with the team, the style of team that we have, with the style of play that we have, to not turn defense into offense, which in the second half, you talked about the nine turnovers, right? That's what happened. In the second half, literally, it was just like, hey, I got the ball, boom. All right, we putting it over here, knocking down a shot. Oh, snap, Kobe White can play basketball? Like, hold on, where'd that come from? Yeah. Right, like, you, you, yeah. you, we continued to see that in the second half, and I think to me, right, like, that's why maybe not a turning point as far as this season. I think, that, I, I think AK thinks this season is done, if I'm being 100% honest. But I think a turning part as far as maybe mindset going into your offseason, mindset going into, okay, these are pieces that we actually need to go out and get. Not supplementary pieces, right? Not Goran Dragic, who shoots this percentage from everywhere on the court. And, and uh, even though he's 39 and a half years old, right, like he's, he's got to be our, our star piece for $2 million. Right, like going out and getting actual players. What did you see last night, kid? I look at it differently. I'll be honest with you. The only thing that I see, and we've seen this over the last couple of games, which is actually what I've been looking at, uh, the Bulls have shot well from the field. We just shoot poorly from three. Yeah. And so when I look at it and I look at what we've done really, really well over these last, you know, we have a winning record since the All-Star break, which is saying a lot considering that we rolled into All-Star break with a lot of question marks. So let's have a winning record with seven of the last – or seven of the last ten. Uh, one seven of the last ten. Um, and against teams that we thought we'd get smoked by. Like, realistically, I saw early on in this Memphis and, and Bulls game, which I have to watch uh, I, when I watched it back, I saw Alex Caruso garden, uh, John Moran. I was like, John's about to cook him. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. Yeah. I mean, he had a couple, but he really didn't cook him. And so it made me think. It was like, okay, we know what we are defensively. What is the real issue here? What do you think, just off the top of your head, what do you think the Bulls shot from the field last night? I don't know what they're shot from the field. I don't know what they're shot What was it? It was about, it was about, uh, it was like 54% from the field last night. Wasn't it something like that? Yeah. Y'all do have y'all looked at the last couple of games. We shoot, we've been shooting well from the field. Yeah. 
we can't hit a three to save our lives. Well, I and that's we're... that that goes into it as well, right? Like that all goes into it. Being able to knock down a three, uh, yep. and actually being able to have an offense that is not two for three, or we got to go get a three by getting an and one here. Absolutely. And so when I look at what we what we're missing and things of that nature, I always look at what is the league catered to now? What is the league really taking a lot of? We all know the three point shot has evolved. It's actually the, the great equalizer when it comes to the how the game of basketball is played right now. And realistically, that's the one thing we struggle with. We don't have legitimate lockdown knockdown shooters on our, our roster. And that's the only thing. And so it becomes a question. And this is why I made that uh, particular video. Is this something that Billy can adjust with his coaching? Like, is there any, is there really knockdown shooters on this team? No, not really. Not no. not off the bench. Uh, so no. this is more roster construction. But if you really ask me if we would be a threat and make some noise in the play-in, I think we could. Now, here's not, the problem. Yeah. I don't want us to face the Bucks if we get through the play-in. Because if we play the Bucks, we're going to get smoked. That's just it. Just is what it is. We don't match up with you. You, you really ain't got a choice. That's yeah. the tough part. <laughs> you got it's Bucks a, or Boston. Pick your poison. Bucks you know what I mean? Boston. Yeah. But here's the thing: we can handle Boston a little better because yeah. they don't have a freak of nature that just storms through the paint. Yeah, yeah. Um, we can match up with them a lot better than we could with with the Bucks. The Bucks are just way too big for us, and it's it. That's matchups matter, and we match up way better. With with the Celtics, I'm not saying we're gonna win. I'm not saying that we even. I think we can get two games, two, three, maybe even three games in, uh, against Boston. I don't think we get two games against Bucks. I think I think if if they if if re realistically to me if if they played if they played Boston, I think I think you get one. If you play Bucks, I I think you 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 don't get anything. I I, it, I I think if if we're being 100 percent honest about it, right, like. It, it, and it's like I said, this season's done. Like the playoffs might be, they might be a competitive team in the playoffs. That'd be cool to see, wouldn't it? You know, the Bulls go out, they actually fight a little bit in the playoffs and uh, they show you a little bit more than we thought. They, but you're not looking at this season and saying, this is a season that to me is going to change the trajectory or the, the playoffs is going to change the trajectory of where this team is going to be able to go, how this team is going to be able to compete in the future. What I think that you can take from this is, okay, what pieces can we keep? I'll be honest with you. I looked at last night's game, and that's why I said kind of a turning point, is I looked at last night's game, and I saw pieces that I felt like the Bulls actually could build around. I haven't said that much this season at all, right? Like, I didn't see that at much of anything from Patrick Williams this season that made me feel like, yeah, he's a piece I need to build around. Uh, I, I saw it from Kobe White, and we've seen it from Kobe White since the All-Star break, uh, that he's really turned himself into a player that can be built around. He's shooting percentages is up to, I think, 47% from the field. I think he's shooting 48% uh, 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 from three, something crazy. He was shooting like 55% from three at one point, right? Like those are pieces that I'm looking at and I'm saying, okay, I can I can see that sticking around a little bit. The problem what is, right? What are talking about? <laughs> hey, I was gonna say something. I just hey. I, I seen his face. I was hey, like, what hey. player we talking about now? <laughs> since, since, you you, you got to look at since the All Star break, there, kids. Since the All Star break, you can't you can't just look at the, for the season. I give it to you, right? He was terrible all season, but the, but even with that, right? Like I looked at Kobe White and and how he's improved in one off season. And I've I've looked at him as a player and said, guess what? He's gotten better defensively. He's gotten better with IQ. He's gotten a better handle. That's a player I don't mind having on my team waiting for shooting to come. 
if you can improve on all those things because you're useful on the court. The problem with so many of these players on this Bulls team and moving forward is are they going to be useful on the court? How useful are you going to be? How much impact are you going to make? And I'm so sick of hearing, well, you got to run a play for him. I don't got to run plays for Javante Green. I don't got to run plays for Derrick Jones Jr. I don't got to run plays for Alex Caruso. Those are guys that just come out and make an impact. They step on the court and they say, yeah, okay. And I and I will I will say this. I do want to give, because I, I feel like Austin Rivers, while his podcast be a little little wild sometimes, he he just be like, hey, all, all basketball fans that didn't play in the NBA are idiots. Like, that's a dumb take. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't know how the NBA goes, but I'm not. You're like, I, I can tell you how to run a pick and roll. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not an idiot. Like, come on now. But uh, what I will say is, and shout out to Cache being a, a super fan for six months out here. Big love out here. Big love to Cache out here. Big love. Uh, what I will say about the Chicago Bulls is that um, I I see, or what I will say about what Austin Rivers said is that to me, right, like if you're a role player, if you're in Patrick Williams' situation, I can see why you can't make an impact offensively. You're getting six, seven shots, and you have to be perfect on every one of them. I can deal with that. Why are you not making an impact defensively? You're supposed to be a defensive clamp. I watch somebody, I watch people every night with a right left cross shake you out of your Nikes. In the second half of last night, I couldn't say that. They put him on John Moran. He got he picked Josh's pocket twice. He got two blocks. He made an impact where he could. That's what the Chicago Bulls need with players here. You need guys that are gonna make an impact the second they hit the floor. I mean, I, I think I think what it is is what everybody yeah, has always said. Like what some of the stars have said. Like <laughs> he's been looking up Kobe White numbers this whole time. Look at his face. Look at his face. I have to fact check this. I'm like, this is, man's been trashed. <laughs> improving? Nah, but um, I mean, I think what it comes down to is the fact of, of you know what. I mean, I, I've heard uh, I've heard Bradley Bill talk about this. I've I've heard Patrick Beverly talk about this. Like, yo, more, more times than not, you're not gonna come into the league scoring thirty off rip. Like, it's, yeah. it's it's essentially how you impact the game. And I I think legitimately the the two the two pieces, um, you, you know that that I that I would keep if it was me was Kobe because one. If he if he's done this in one offseason, mm-hmm. and if you take if you take the numbers into the account and into account after the all-star break, then that's something I would look into. But especially with Patrick Williams, if you are gonna say bring a bring a DeMar DeRozan back, you have to make him understand, like, yo, I mean, I I it's exactly what you said. Like, I understand you're getting seven shots. I'm not expecting you to score 20 or 15 or 10 every time. But I at least need I at least need you to be a clamp. The interesting like, thing is, if if you if you all are really having the conversation as to what this means, uh, I don't think this season is done, and that's the interesting part about this entire thing. Hmm. This season is I don't think this season is done. I think that realistically, if you look at who we would be playing, we're going to be in the play-in, right? Yeah. Unless we lose all four games, and I think the Wizards win all their remaining games, which the chances are are slim, but, I mean, it is what it is. We're going to be in the play-in. The teams we were playing the play-in, we can absolutely beat. Yeah. This season's not over. And so I think that when we go through that, it's like I, I like the fact that we performed well against 
the Grizzlies, and that's a big thing considering that they're that one of big. the top teams. That's, that it's a big, big thing. That, is, that last night was a big win, one hundred and ten percent. But let's not act like this is the this isn't the first time we've been in this situation with these same usual suspects. It it's it has. We've seen our team play well. We saw earlier this season for some odd reason. I believe what it was it was either Kobe White or Io just went off. Why that we we've seen it. We've seen some of these same people. It's like a rotation. It's this carousel of mid. Yeah. Like one are day you, you just, go are off. Are you just having a hot month? Yeah. So it's like I, I I'm for it. I want us to be in a, a, play, a winning situation. I want our players who wear this Bulls jersey to play well. It makes our job easier when they play well. A lot easier. <laughs> Man, listen, y'all don't understand how many times hey. I don't know how many fifths we've drunk on the live. Hey, <laughs> at this point, we, we we passed out, bro. At this point, we need to make our own liquor. At this point, like, <laughs> at, so all I'm saying is this: it's like I'm happy for this game, but good lord, like, nah, I'm I'm not gonna sit there and say play that what if game because guess what? This is. What year? Four, this is fifth, going into his fifth season. Of who? Kobe White. This would be going into Kobe White's fifth season. Yeah. Everybody seemed to play well, well if when they, he's on if the they, line. If they if they if they sign if they resign Kobe White, I think this is his fourth. What year is Kobe White drafted? Twenty eighteen. I, I just know, I know this is his fourth season for sure. This is fourth season. Yeah, he'll be going into his fifth season. Everybody seemed to play well when it's time to get their money. I'm not really concerned about that part. I'm concerned yeah. about how you're going to consistently play after the money is signed. Yeah. And so I don't have enough to bank off of that. I don't have enough consistency for me to bank off that. With Patrick Williams, I I have to admit this. Patrick Williams is not what I expected from a number four overall pick. Yeah. But he's definitely looked better. Oh, yeah. He's, like the he's, jump shot is falling. No, like, the jump, he's the jump shot. He, he's, he's, more, just, he's more it, confident with the shot. Yeah. My my wow. issue with P. Will is more of a um and he didn't have an offseason because his hand was broken. Am I wrong? No, he had an offseason. He was out there with DeMar. He's out there with DeMar. He was out there with DeMar. No, I my my issue with P. Will is more so make an impact where you can. Facts. Right? Like I I, just, I don't have an issue. Like everybody, I, I will say this, right? A lot of NBA fans in the modern NBA, their big thing is score the basketball. You have to be a scorer. If you're not a scorer, I don't, I don't think you're a good player. He's not able to go out there and get 20. He's the fourth pick in the draft. He's not able to go out there and get 20. The scoring mm -hmm. is not going to happen for Patrick Williams in the situation he's in right now. He's at best the fifth option on his team now coming off of the bench, right, offensively, especially with Kobe White getting more to shine with the basketball in his hand, um, having the ability to actually bring the ball up the court, run whatever he wants to run, even if the coach doesn't believe that it's the right play to run. Kobe could just be like, nah, I'm going to just take this to the bucket because my man opened up, right? Like, so there, there's an opportunity more for Kobe to be able to go out there and score. And I think the the, the big part about it with, with this whole team is – if I'm looking at Patrick Williams, I understand that about you. Mm -hmm. So what can you do that gets me hype about your game? Guess what? I'm hype about what I see. I mean, DJJ literally doesn't play halves of games. I, t I told you. <laughs> he doesn't play halves of games. <laughs> and Billy Donovan puts him in the game. <laughs> and he's in there two minutes. And I'm like, oh, DJJ's in. Patrick Williams played 11 minutes yesterday in the first half. I forgot he was on the court. 
And that's all yeah. I'm saying. I love how he's played in yeah. moments as of recent. But very much like you've said, we've had those guys, right? Lowry had a hot month. Nikola Mirotic had a hot month. Uh, Kobe White has had multiple hot months, right? Like, show me that on a consistent basis. I think that goes all the way up to, right? Listen, it, it, Billy Donovan's had a hot month coaching sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it goes all the way up. AK's had a hot offseason. You know what I mean? Like, they, yeah, they, yeah, it, yeah. It, goes, it goes to the entire story of this team. And so, to me, I, I just want to see consistency. I'm not asking for a lot. Show me consistency as something. I don't care if you score the basketball consistently. That goes for Kobe, Zach. It, I was the only person when everybody it was like Zach Levine's got to do more. I'm like, he's he's facilitating. He's playing defense better. He's the best on-ball defender that it looks like we have on the court, which is probably a problem. And then uh, his, it, it seems like until the last two minutes of a game, he's got better IQ. Last two minutes be rough. We got to work on that. That's another yeah. offseason. <laughs> but <laughs> if yeah. you're doing all of those things, I can yeah. sit there and be like, I know Zach Levine can put up 28. If you're doing none of those things and you're not putting up 28, now we don't got a leg to stand on. <laughs> and I, I, I think the biggest thing, and, it, and, it, and it's kind of weird to me, like, it's it's something that you said, right? Because everybody's like, oh, people's got to score, people's got to score, people's got to score. But then, like, if you if you go out and then you see you see somebody from another team playing, like, I'll give a perfect example, like P.J. Tucker. Like, P.J. Tucker right now here dropping 20. Yeah. But at the same time, like, He'll let you know where you gotta be, and be, like back, come come playoff time, he's he's gonna be the main stopper on Giannis. Like, cause at, at least I know that he's gonna be out there trying to play D or trying to disrupt you in some type of way where he'll be able to get his money. Like that, they paid that man forty five amps. So it's just like they paid him forty five over. <laughs> They paid him forty five over, so he's getting paid like ten fifteen. Hey, I mean, hey, I mean, hey, but, I mean when, still. when can we start being honest about this? PJ Tucker really ain't been good since he left. No, no, I'm no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying he 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 had that uh, what? PJ, he had that one good year in Miami. PJ Tucker had a year in Miami. Yeah, yeah like I'm, 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 I mean, hey, look, hey, look, hey, look, hey, look, and this is this is the thing though. This is the thing though. Kind of like they signed him literally to stop Giannis and never saw Giannis. He he's seen Giannis that one time in the regular that season. One game, that, was baby. that was that was it. But, that one game. Hey, we didn't. Hey, hey, look, hey, look, hey, look, hey, look. Here's my issue. We didn't gave PJ Tucker four years off of one game where he held Giannis to 16 points. That's how good Giannis is. That's I all know. I'm saying. You know what I mean? I mean, here's the thing: what do you pay PJ Tucker for? You said what? I pay I pay PJ Tucker for defense. I want to I want to see him defense. Yeah, you pay him for defense. And occasionally, one or two of those corner threes. And what does yeah, he give no, you every no, game? No, that's what I'm saying. He gives you at least one or two corner threes. Nah, but what I'm saying is, has he really been a clamp? I mean, I mean, not, not, not now. But I'm saying he, he but up, nah, he been up, in Philly up, three up, years, they near, ain't he? Up, up into that point, nah, he's been in nah, Philly one year. Nah, he, he just on the bench now, so you know, on the bench. Hey, the thing is, he don't fit the offense. So Philly has a high powered offense that's surrounded around James, yeah. obviously, and B. Yeah. And you got Maxi doing their thing, and Tobias. You almost forget Tobias Harris is there, but he's there. He? But he, when they need to get some stops <laughs> or they need to run a defensive lineup, he's their main anchor for that for that lineup. Like he's a person that you put on that star player so MB doesn't pick up a bunch of unnecessary fouls. Now I will you say know that what? he's a solid five fouls. 
there you go. So that so that <laughs> yeah. guess what? That's worth that's worth worth whatever you need to to keep Embiid on the floor and to make sure that you don't continually lose these big leads, which Doc Rivers seems to have a, a huge like if there's a, a trophy for losing big leads, I think Doc Doc Rivers name should be the, the trophy. Really, like hey, the Doc River Award for going. Y'all, 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 y'all uh, know where I'm at with it. Hey, hey, he said he go he had the proviso next year to coach. <laughs> hey, he might hey, as well. Man. Hey, hey man, we really we appreciate you guys for rocking with us, man. We do got a couple more things we want to get on to. Uh, fam, y'all have no idea how hard it was just getting on live today, bro. So we appreciate y'all for real for rocking with us. I see 67 people up in this mug, man. Appreciate Hit that like job, button man. if you haven't done so. But we do got a, we, we got, first off, we got sponsors in this mug again, man. We got sponsors in this mug. And I, I know y'all think, right, this just nice little black jacket. We just doing something simple out here, man. But I'm telling y'all, if you're looking for high quality merch to wear to watch the Bears or Bulls in Goat Coats have you covered. You want to know why? Because they provide this stylish look that keeps things simple for going out to eat before or after a game. Uh, but here's the thing. They capture that Chicago fandom on the inside. Are you kidding me right now? Are you hold on? Let me let me flip this real quick. Let me flip this real quick. Let me flip this real quick, bro. I need y'all to see what's really going on on the inside here. Yeah, I mean, crazy right now. Goat coats catching that or capturing that Chicago fandom. Uh, They provide that uh, sports fan feel on the inside of their premium bomber jackets. And here's the best part for a limited time. You can use the promo code Windy City to receive 5% off your first purchase of a single item or Windy City 2 to save 15% on any order of two items or more. Again, that is 5% with the promo code Windy City. Uh, 15% with the promo code Windy City and the number two. Don't wait. Visit GoatCoats.com today and discover why we here at the Breeze believe this is Chicago merch for Chicago fans. Boom. This Love jacket it. crazy, bro. This jacket is crazy, bro. I need y'all to really get on that. GoatCoats.com, bro. Um, so, as we move along, boys, I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like Adam Silver has finally done something and gotten a deal done along with the NBA PA and, and all everybody involved in that. Uh, what is it? CJ McCollum. It's not Chris Paul anymore. CJ McCollum. Yeah, I believe it's uh, is it Marcus? Smart? No, Jalen Brown. No, no, right? Jalen Brown. Brown. Jalen Brown. I want to give, want to give credit to all of them for what they have done in my opinion to actually improve the game of basketball. We got yep. a new CBA boys. When we thought we were heading for a lockout, I'm not going to lie. I really thought we were heading for a lockout this offseason, especially with uh, – or I should say uh, – no, it would have been this offseason, right? Especially with how much we've seen players literally just go, I don't want to be here no more, and just take their money and run, Ben Simmons. Um, I I feel the like of the this NBA CBA – might be one of the best that we've seen for getting the game of basketball on track. Some of the some of the big points that come out of it. Uh, players must play at least 65 games to be eligible for major individual league awards, such as MVP, which is we'll get into that. Why I feel like that's so big. Prize money for the championship team of the NBA's in-season tournament beginning in 2023-2024 will be 500,000 per player, which to me is is. It's a lot of bread. It's, it's a lot of bread, but it's like, is it is it enough? 
I feel like it's enough for the other guys. I feel like it's enough for the other guys. You, you but is it enough? Him, is it enough for Zach Levine? You have to keep in mind, like, but everyone's not a max player. That's true. Right? That's what I'm saying. So you got to think about it. The majority of the league doesn't make over 20 million a year. This is true. You got to make, go, they make you a lot lower. And you break points. that down, you know, you're talking about several game checks yeah. for them, right? And how that breaks down. And then you got to think about going one through 15 or whatever, however many is on your on your particular roster. Like, that is significant bread for everyone to be like, all right, let, let me go get this. Like, yeah. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Uh, some of the other things, NBA players will no longer be penalized for using marijuana under the agreement as his, as it has been removed from the drug testing program, which I, I, I thought that happened already. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, how openly players, like Kevin Durant has talked about smoking weed on multiple podcasts in season. It wasn't. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, he was in a state where it wasn't illegal initially. I, I just I didn't know that we were penalizing him for it anymore. Like I've heard so many players talk about it. Uh, and then veteran extensions, but that is big. That is big in the game of sports as a whole. That that is big. Uh, veteran extension uh, limits will increase from 120 percent to 140 percent, which will add flexibility and have significant effects quickly. Under the current CBA, teams and players can only increase uh, players' salary by 120 percent in the first new year of the extension, unless that player qualifies as a designated player, rookie, or make well below league average salary. So uh, a bit a more of an ability to re-sign your own players and keep your own guys in the cities mm -hmm. that they have started in. What do y'all think about the new CBA, boys? Love the new CBA. Love it. I also love the fact that they're also penalizing teams for still trying to kick that can down the road. So, you know, the Clippers can't do what the Clippers have been doing. Like if under the new CBA, the Clippers cannot and would not have been as loaded as they are now and if you really look at what the clippers have been doing you got to think about it they've they've played they they've had so many different lineups throughout the season they still have a uh, above 500 record i believe yeah they still they still have above 500 record that's only possible because the amount of talent they were able to sign and things of that nature. they have legit starters on their bench norman powell oh. is, is on their bench he's a starter bro they, bro they signed a bunch of guys during the uh during the uh, trade deadline, or, or traded for a bunch of guys during the trade deadline, they so, would not yeah. have been able to do yeah, that. that, that was, yeah, that, yeah, that's wild. Now, wow. one thing it does mess up is the simple fact that the Golden State and the way they've been managing their their team that's going to mess up how they do things. So you're going to see some shakeups there. Uh, but on the flip side, you know, seeing the the increase from the 120 and 140, it does mean that you get to maintain. So I mean, I hate to say this, but like the Celtics get to make a good run at keeping Jalen Brown and and making sure he gets paid handsomely under that new CBA. Before then, it was it was it was a good chance he's probably walked. And he still may walk. Don't get me wrong. Right, listen, this listen, is, he need to walk. They don't love you yeah, no more. Yeah, and then, <laughs> nah, I, I, I was he say. need to walk. He's in every trade. Hey, listen, we're trying to get a water boy from the uh from baseball. <laughs> uh could we include Jalen Brown in a first to get that water boy over from uh, the White Sox? Listen, no, him, no, he him, was him, he was involved in really good trade rumors. Fam, he has been involved in some really good trade rumors, but he's involved in every trade rumor, bro. Like any player that is just like, but you know what it is? I feel like they involve him in any trade rumor for a player that's different. Different than Jason. Uh, that's Tatum. all it is. It's just different. Like, I, I just want somebody different than Jason. Well, not different than Jason Tatum either, because they were like Kevin Durant, Jalen Brown. <laughs> 
Now, granted, to get that deal done, Jalen Brown makes sense. You have to have Jalen Brown in that deal to get that deal done. It's just hilarious, bro. I swear, every trade deal, there's a trade right now happening where they're trying to literally trade mascots out here. Jalen Brown and a first might be included in that. They're trying to send this man to Ireland, bro. Uh, what, you, what you mean? They'll give you John Collins and a free haircut. Uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and ATL. Hey, bro. Like, hey, let's not we'll forget you about John. We'll give you John Collins, Collins and a taper fade down here, bro. What you need? <laughs> and some but, wings. You got to say, John Collins and a taper fade in a trip to Magic City. <laughs> the funny thing about it is, though, like, I know that this is these different rules. One, it makes it more competitive. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're not you're no longer building the super teams of old. So it makes it more competitive from that standpoint Uh, Two, If we actually, you know, the Bulls, I, I, the one thing I like about AK is I, he's willing to take a risk. Right. Maybe sometimes a little slower than I would like, but he, he's willing to take a risk. Mm -hmm. He can go out there and get another player to make our big three or however you want to uh, uh, structure it. Or let's just say Patrick Williams evolves into this heck of a player. Right. This new CBA allows us to keep that type of talent with Zach and things of that nature. And so I, I like that from that perspective. It's all about parody and everything like that. So Adam Silver's, I think Adam Silver's claim to fame and the mark that he's going to make in the history of the league is the simple fact that he brought parody back to the league. And that's, that's that. a big thing. Yeah, I agree I, with that. Yeah, I, I was, I was going to say too, because when I, when I first heard about this specific rule and then, and then they came out and you, you kind of look at the contracts, like Evan Mobley's up for an extension and you already got, uh, Donovan Mitchell and Darius Gar Darius Garland signed already. So just like just just keeping that three together alone, like that's gonna like that's gonna solidify the Cavs Ooh. for probably the next for for uh four to five seasons or at least what, three max. What what do we think about the uh the the at least sixty five games to be eligible for league awards? I think me and Kid both actually oh, said. Absolutely. Me and Kid when we said it right, I remember. I think the original uh, number they were talking about was seventy. Um, and I was like, that. I was like, they're never going to do that. Plus 65 games means you missed 17 games in a season. Uh, that allows for everything outside of major injury, right? Any, any small nagging injuries usually yep. will keep you out for a couple of weeks. That's usually about six to eight games in that. So you're talking about two weeks, right? On, on maybe a rolled ankle, you'll miss six games, something like that, right? Like you're still eligible for the small nagging things. But listen, we, we got guys out here winning MVPs that, and, and not really, I don't know about MVP as much. I'm not going to lie to you. MVP, we really haven't had a guy that had an MVP that. All NBA selections. And the all That's, NBA selections is going to be a major one. And I'm not going to lie to you, right? I think it, just, it, just, it, just, it just changes the conversation of positionless. it. Positionless too now. Yeah, but all NBA yeah. is positionless, which, which. It's another like, change. I, I kind of like, but I don't like. I'm not going to lie to you. Because the whole point of the All-NBA is you're the best in the NBA at your position. You're the best at, like, I get you're not the best player, but you're the best in the NBA at your position. So I'm sorry that Michael Jordan, like, ruined an entire decade of shooting guards getting awards, but he's Michael freaking Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Like, are we really yep. going to be that upset if – LeBron James is the all NBA small forward <laughs> for until somebody else just takes over or if Kevin Durant or if Jason Tatum is the all NBA small forward, right? Like, are we really going to be that upset? Like maybe you could say it's a little bit closer, but I shouldn't have, I don't even like that in the all-star game. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. 
You know, I actually I have to give you like just a slight pushback oh, on one Ste- thing. Steph's gone. Where the heck Steph go? <laughs> I gotta give you like a slight pushback on one thing on the simple fact that um when you look at it, like let's let's take the example you use when Michael Jordan was was winning all those awards. The, Welcome back. The... Oh, oh bro, okay. Okay. <laughs> go ahead, go okay. ahead, go when ahead. Michael Jordan was winning all those awards, it was yeah. very situational. I mean, it was very position-based <laughs> basketball. It was a system. Hey, your shooting guards shoot. That's what they do. And I don't yeah. know why people made it like, oh, they're ball. No, that's that that was the name of the position. It's yeah. called that for a reason. That's what he did, and he did it well, right? But now you have such positionless play, period, that it makes sense to to remove that from these particular awards because, I mean, if you really base it off there, like who's the best power forward in the league? I I, I guess I in my mind, the first name that popped up was Anthony Davis, but he plays center. The first name for me popped up was uh, was Giannis. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say Giannis. Hands down, it's Giannis. It's Giannis. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I'd be forgetting that Giannis came in as a small forward, so in my mind, he's still a small forward. But yeah, that's true. He is a power forward, right? But does that mean that Jokic shouldn't be all NBA? Jokic, because back in the day, you could only Jokic have would, one. Jokic, or two Jokic ain't the five on that, or ain't the four on that team. No, Jokic wouldn't take away. Jokic, from Jokic would be the five. So like, Jokic let's go. Five. Let's go to the five. Who's the best? Who's the best big in the NBA? Jokic. Joel Embiid probably. Joel Embiid. Yeah. I would say Joel Embiid. Yes. That that, mean, but I'm yes. That, yeah. Now, to, I know it's conference-based and stuff yes. like that, but you get it. Like, if they played in the same conference, you only picking one back in the day. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Then you, right? And that's like, not necessarily, like, that's not legit. Like, come on. It's a it's a lot of parody. Like, who's the best two guard in the league? That's up for that's up. up now, that, one's, really that one is up for grabs. That one is up for grabs. I give you that. Best two guard in the league is... Who's the best in the East? Uh... Right, you probably see Jalen Brown, because a lot of people left the East. Probably Jalen Brown right now. Is Donovan Mitchell considered a two? Donovan, yeah. Donovan, Donovan if Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell is considered a two, Donovan, yeah, then Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Is Zach not not in that conversation? Zach, Zach is Zach, definitely Zach, in that conversation. Zach, Zach is in that conversation. Like, like, so like, making it positionless in this case is like, hey, if you play him at the at the one, like Donovan at the one, which I think he does play a lot of point, he should get that nod. But I mean. The point of it all is the league has changed. Yeah. And so the how you award these players needs to change. Now, is it going to be perfect? Absolutely not. There is no absolute, there's no perfect, no, there's no secret sauce to this, right? Like yeah, there's yeah, yeah. there's someone's gonna get scrub, someone's gonna get uh be a, a bit of scrub, somebody's gonna be uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Somebody's gonna get left out. Really, go, yeah, somebody's you know? gonna get left out. And so it's like, hey, you're gonna have that one or two players that's always gonna be a snub, is what I'm saying. Say scrub snub. That's that's uh, that's what's gonna happen. So, but I like the fact that he's trying. He's trying to do something, right? I that, do like that. I I I, 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 I love that. I, I love that. And I, I think the 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 main thing, uh, by the way, like the video if you're in here right now, man. I appreciate you guys for showing love. I think the main thing that changes is that the fan is. This is you telling your fans that they're important. Right. Because to me, now players won't sit out. Right? Like all those things that they were all those things that they were sitting out for. That go kid. I don't know what the heck happened there. All those things that they were sitting out for. Right? Like now, now those players won't sit out. Because Mm -hmm. they're going to have a situation where I can't sit out because if I sit out, I'm not going to have I'm not going to get my award. I can't sit out because if I sit out, I'm not going to be mentioned among the greatest of all time. I can't sit out because welcome back. I can't sit out because if I sit out, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. 
I, I can't sit out because if I sit out, I'm now not going to be mentioned among the LeBron Jameses, the Michael Jordan. There are people that legacies are going to be made by this. But you know what? I, I think it it's a twofold thing. One, the one point I want to point out, I love that the NBA is saying fans want to see these guys. Fans are paying money to come yep. see these guys. Fans are doing this. And they are important. So you have to have a better product for the fan. And I know people are saying, well, we're not playing the game for the fan. Yes, you are. The fan spends the money. That's how you get your owners paid. That's how your owners then pay for your stadium, which makes more money, which then also gets you paid. Right? Like, that's how you continue to make money. The fan has to be there. It's a reason why when fans stop coming to games, teams be like, ah, hey, we might have to fire some people. We might have to change people's lives to try and put a product on the court that's winning basketball games, right? So it is about the fans. So I, I do appreciate that. I think the other thing is, too, though, that I it, it's sad that it had to get to this. There was a time when players took pride in playing the game. There was a time when teams took pride. I don't want to put this all on the players as well. When teams took pride... And putting the best players on the floor. Because I don't think this is just for the player. I think this is for the teams as well. Because we heard JJ talk about it, right? How many times is, are you going to a player in a season? Right? How many times are you going to Kawhi Leonard and saying, hey, Kawhi, um, yeah, you can't play tonight. Why, yep. why can't I play tonight? Because uh, you you played two games in a row and we're scared you're going to break. So I want to play tonight. You know, how, how many times are you doing that in a season? How many times are you going to the player and forcing them to sit in a, in a game that is important to them, right? Like how many times, right? Like everybody who had flack for Embiid, do we know for 110% that Embiid wanted to sit out that game versus Jokic? Do we know a hundred, right? Like, and so yeah. to me, I, I think that this is not only just the protection for the Chicago or uh, uh, for, for the, the players that are on the a court, but it's also a protection for the teams to say, listen, you and you can fight it out with y'all agents because you didn't let him play enough games to win an MVP. I, I and I, I think that I think the biggest thing too is like I mean I mean CJ said it when he was on first take. I I think for I think for some for the I'm I'm gonna say probably I want to say put a percentage on it six six five percent of the guys in the league. It's not that they don't want. To play certain games, it's the fact that they got these designated they got these designated rest days built in to the point like okay, even though we know that you got a game against Dame and you know Mug is gonna want to see that, I don't want you playing like yeah. I I I feel like now more so than ever you're you're gonna you're gonna see these guys step up because they want to play and like you said legacies are on the line so they want to be mentioned with those great. The other the other thing too is I think that this is kind of a dub, W on Adam Silver's end because, like you said again, fans at minimum, you 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 may at least go to what what two Kia how many Bulls games have you been to this year too, two like like if 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 Zach don't play, you know you know then if, if Zach or Demar don't play then what so so it's just like you stepping up now. You you doing this for the fans, so it's like okay now at majority, especially if I'm a East, especially if I'm an East team, and my favorite player in the, is in the West. I know LeBron's coming to town. I know at least at minimum LeBron should be playing at um like this late game later on in the season. So you know what I'm saying? Because the fan, the fans are spending their hard earned money to go to these games. And you're not playing, 
it's just like, what's the purpose of me being here? Yeah, no, 100%. I'm with you, man. Hey, man, we appreciate y'all for tuning in, showing love. Hit that like button. Kid, you was going to say something? Yeah, you know, I wanted to ask, Cynthia to ask, because we've talked a lot about the contracts and stuff like that. But let's really talk about this play-in tournament. Have we all wrapped our minds around what this play, this uh, mid-season tournament does? Like, I, I know we talked ew. about the money that's, aspect that's just, of That's it. just how I feel about it. It's just like, ill. I think you need to. You need to. You need to have this. I don't like it. But that's me being a... a person who's watched the NBA a long time. I, I don't like it, but I do believe you need to have it. So this is the caveat. The in-season tournament could arrive as soon as next season. The event will pool play games baked into the regular season schedule starting in November with eight teams advancing to a single elimination tournament in December. The final four will be held at a neutral site. Vegas seems to be the discussion. Um, and these do count. So these games still count towards your record. Oh, yeah. Which is interesting for me because it's one of those things where it's like, um, I understand that you're keeping the competition high. But if you look at it from these aspect of what this means, the high level of intensity of play that they're expecting, what then happens to the All-Star game a month later? It, it it's, it's dead. And it should it's be dead. dead. <laughs> and it should be dead. <laughs> like it's, right. it, it, here, here's it's like the conversation we had. The All Star Game was needed for the times when they had them, when I couldn't turn on my TV at any moment that I wanted to and go watch the best players in the world. That time is now gone. It is time. That's a whole side point. It, we wasn't even talking about that. It's time to phase out All Star Game. Because they're not entertaining. The players don't take it seriously. And we all, all we do at the end of every, every All-Star game is go, well, that was a waste of my time. That was a fun weekend to go to. We drank a lot of alcohol, but that was a waste of my time because the game was lame. Like, if we're being 110% honest about what All-Star games are at this point, I saw Jokic last night. Guess what? I saw Giannis last night, too. Guess what? I also saw Jason Tatum last night. I don't need to wait for an all-star game in the middle of the season to see all my favorite players anymore. So I like the fact that's it. I, I didn't even bring that aspect of this into it. I think that that should replace the all-star game because yeah. that will make it more that, that makes that time of year more entertaining. And it's a time of year where you're used to having that break anyway. So you play in a tournament. If you get eliminated, right, you play the rest of your games, whatever it is, and then you get your time off at the end. Just give them the time off. Just give them two weeks to rest. We don't need something to talk about. <laughs> I like having something <laughs> to talk about. I don't know. It's just it's weird to me because yeah, it's like we're, we're trying to hold on to this thing that made sense 30 years ago. I, I think I'm you need an it. Not even that. 20 years ago, realistically, 20 Wait, years ago, been, 20 years ago, I couldn't turn on my TV at any time and watch Kobe Bryant. No, nah, league was, pass and accessibility. Internet has changed. There was all nothing. Of that now. There was nothing. Yeah. I couldn't turn on my TV. The amount of the, the reason that certain games stick out in our minds so much is because we literally had to be sitting in front of our TV when that game happened to have experienced that game. The malice in the palace. I remember exactly where I was when Ron Artest hit that mug and my Uncle Maurice comes running upstairs and he was like, yo, they fighting in the stands. They fighting in the stands. Two beers in his hand. He was double fisting it. But uh, <laughs> but uh, 
I, I remember exactly where I was when uh, uh, T-Mac came back. Same spot, actually. When T-Mac came back from down points, 13. Yeah. Like, I remember those moments because we didn't get, like, that That was the game that was on that night. You had the Bulls and that. <laughs> I don't think people remember. I don't think Chicago had the broadcast. I was still able to see it. But Chicago didn't get Kobe's 81 initially. No, we didn't have it. We had to replace no. Chuck, it. Chuck Swarski called it. We had to re, we had in to, Toronto. We had to, yeah, we had to we had to go and um, look. You have to either stay up real late to see the replay. Yeah, that would come on like I mean like three o'clock in the morning, or you weren't gonna see it at all. Yeah. And then they, I mean obviously it was historic that they played it all all the time afterwards. But I mean like that just goes to show you the the differences. Like league pass changes accessibility, the internet and its accessibility to all these different teams and stuff like that has totally changed. So now you get to watch your favorite teams at any given time. You know, still there's a point in time where John Morant would not have been on TV. Oh, yeah, because he was in Memphis. Uh, oh, yeah. You Memphis. never saw Ja. You would Fam, never the saw. amount of times you saw Tony Allen was crazy. <laughs> like You saw him twice a year when he came to play the Bulls. That was it. Uh, so. the, one, the one thing I will say as well is that I, I, I think that I, I'm actually selling myself on this in-season tournament now all of a sudden. But I, I think that when you're talking about the in-season tournament, right, you have to have the conversation of is this the first step of moving the NBA in the right direction? Is this the first step of moving the NBA forward? Because to me now you're trying to make it more of a international game, more of a European-style game. You're trying to make it more of a uh, – because they already have these in-season tournaments, right? When you go look up stats yeah. on a lot of these mugs, you sitting there and you're like, okay, so he played like half a year here, and then it was just a random tournament in the middle of the season. Then he played another half a year here, and these are completely different stats. But then I got to compile these stats together. Like, it it make your head hurt yeah. trying to figure out how these international players' numbers go together, right? But, like, I think that this is a step finally in the right direction. And realistically – they're the first league to really try and take this step because in soccer, it was, it was natural. Baseball just is like, we're going to just do it the old way. But even look at one year of change. Bro. I've had so many people Bro. that literally have just like, I can watch baseball again. Baseball is fun to watch now. That's crazy. I don't like what y'all don't know. I'm really, I got my teams. If they win great, I don't watch them. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, like that's you don't hear me talk baseball at all on this show because I don't know it because hey. I don't care to now I actually care to know it I care I want to know I, I want to know what the players are. I want to know like all these like I want to watch it because you can it's fun sit, for me because you can sit down in front of a TV and finally go hey I'm not going to be here till 10 o'clock at night legitimately me and Brian had this conversation we said we used to go to baseball games that started at noon and fully expect to be leaving there when it's dark like, that was our mindset. Oh, that's exactly. Like, that literally was our... And, and it was, as a kid, it's cool, right? Because it's like, I spent all day at the ballpark. But then I became an adult, and I was like, this is terrible. Terrible. I terrible. love baseball. I'm telling you, I, me, AD, uh, me and AD are probably the only two people in the world that can sit down and watch a nine-inning baseball game of a pitcher's duel where nobody scores until the bottom of the ninth and be that. like, that was a great game. That was a great game. I'm cool with that, though, right? I'm cool with nah, watching the pictures. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. You know what I'm not cool with? I'm not Watch. cool with the fact that I can. I have to sit there. This is this is a true story. We were at home watching a Cubs game. 
Yeah. My pops is a huge Cubs fan. Yeah. I got up. I made three separate drinks. Made myself something to eat. We were still in the top of the inning. <laughs> Mind you, I'm like, it had gone so slow that I was like, I was like, what did I miss? He was like, nothing really. <laughs> it took me like 20 to 25 hey, minutes to hey, get all this stuff done, the though. Like, the no lie. The, the moment that that happened, I was like, oh, no, this is going to be a long day. I, I can't do this. That's for me, for, for me, my ADHD, I can't do it. I can't sit there and watch you on this mound for 35 seconds. No, for a couple minutes. Yeah. For this but, one pitch, I can't but, do it. But but to me, that's why, right? Like when you look at the NBA now, I think they're taking that step. I think that these these changes are kind of this level of a step where we're completely changing what your thought process is on the sport. Like, be honest with you, the, the end season tournament, it don't feel right. It feels weird. It don't feel right, but they need it. They need it. Like, it literally feels like when you're sitting there talking about the in-season tournament, it literally feels like this is stupid. I don't think they need it. You don't think they need it? I don't think they need it. I think the... the... All right, hear me out. I didn't think they needed it simply because one thing that we always complain about is the fact that players didn't play. Well, now that when you tie... It's the combination. It's the combination. It, yeah, so, yeah. like, if he would have just simply changed it to, like, you got to play 65% of your games to be considered for these major awards. Yeah. That's a, enough... That was enough incentive for me simply because, you know, like, Zach Levine doesn't get certain, ex uh, certain you know, contract extensions and stuff like that based off of not getting certain awards. Like, you have real money in futures real dependent money. Yep. on those nba accolades mm -hmm. so if you have to play a certain amount of games to get those accolades oh we're gonna be competitive regardless now <laughs> right yeah. like sincerely like you're gonna at least be on the floor and if you're not on the floor and you're not producing when you're on the floor if you're just like throwing it in you know you mailing this one in that's gonna impact your numbers which automatically impacts your eligibility to be yeah. considered for these awards because now you're playing like trash you yeah. just out there to collect the yeah. check yeah. no it, it ain't gonna work that way so that one change for me was like oh that's it you hit people where it hurts. I'm going to hit you and hit you in your pockets. All right, cool. All right, I'm good. I'm going to play. Like, that's that's how I looked at it. This in-season tournament, I think, is going to be one of those things where that's going to be the Achilles heel of that change. Because now I have to play this tournament, which ramps up how we play because these games count. The intensity is expected to be high. So we're talking about playoff atmosphere in December. Yeah. With the playoffs still happening in April. What happens if I get injured going hard in this playing yeah, tournament? But but that, that's my that's my you know, only right. You doubling down that's now, my only on right. And I don't know if that's cool because the playoffs ain't changed. The playoffs is not like if you make that change, then you have to make the first first two rounds of the playoffs back like it was in eighties. Yeah, that's well, out of five. I think, I, I think you have to you have to incentivize something, and I I don't know what what are the incentives if you win, right? Because it can't. Here's the thing for me: it can't just be a ring. Even in those overseas tournaments, right? The the overseas soccer tournaments, different things like that, or, or football, if you if you will, tournaments, <laughs> right? Football, it, it, different things like that. Um, I can watch that even though they don't score that much. I can't. I can't watch that, bro. No, bro that I, 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 don't know why, I can't I don't know watch that. Is, I don't know why. But I mess with it. I'll be glued to it. it. I'd be like, dog, he almost got that one. Like, I, can't watch <laughs> it, bro. I swear, I'd be sitting. I'd just be like, what the heck am I looking at? But uh, what I what I will say is right. Like with those tournaments, a lot of times, correct me if I'm wrong. The incentive is you automatically make this next tournament. 
you're automatically uh, yeah. into this. I believe that, yeah, that like, that's how the incentive is. Like, literally, you have two seasons, essentially. So you have your first part of your season. You have that first playoff. And then you have your next part of your season. No matter how you're doing that, you're already in that playoff. But, like, that next part of your season dictates your seeding and all of that. I think that that is something that the NBA would have to do because why would I – Why like? Are we really putting a value on just winning a ring for a midseason tournament? Like, this feels like uh, you're sending real players out there to go play summer league games. It's like, go, go like win a summer league championship. This feels more like he's just trying to adopt the European style of play. Uh, Which is fine, beat. but let's adopt it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, what I mean by that is it's so foreign to us, but it's so, you know, it's so like so much of a staple or, or commonplace for the rest of the world. That's that it's, true. It's, it's going to be weird for us regardless because and, we don't, but, we don't but it's get not, experience. But it won't be weird for the rest of the world. Like, Which literally, make, the rest yeah. of the world is going to be like, this makes perfect sense. What the heck are you Americans oh, yeah. talking about? And so now, guess what, <laughs> what, guess what that does for I the I never NBA. thought about that. Larger brand, Boom. more money, Boom. and now you get to see these these clubs now become like they're trying to make the NBA to have that MLS or or football uh, money like that. That's what they really want. Well, M- MLS money really ain't no money. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, the, listen, NBA, the NBA got EPL money. You talk about EPL? Yeah, there you yeah. go. You know, they, talk, they, they want the real Madrid type. Nobody, they want nobody want no MLS money. I ain't lying to you. Hey, come on, like Ronaldo was making like hundred and forty one. One of those dudes made like he's not he not in the MLS. Ronaldo's yeah, nah, playing in a real MLS. soccer league. Dog, I'm just saying. You get what I'm trying to say here. They trying to make it like that. Shout well, out Zlatanov. These I, clubs I, are kind I, of I, real money. He's he the only one that's making a bank. He's the only one I know. He's the only one I know. Hey, before we get oh, up out of here, man, we got four minutes left in here, man. Um, quick thoughts on the whole uh, LSU situation last night. LSU ended up winning the national championship. By the way, appreciate you guys tuning in. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page. LSU ends up winning the national championship last night um, in the, the women in the women's league. <laughs> you said what? You brought the wrong topic up at the end of the show, Pat. Well, I want I wanted to get it in before it's before it's not really a topic no more. Um, this is a clip right here. We gonna clip this part. Hey, up. listen, it, it is hard. what it is. Uh, um, everybody seems to have a problem with uh, Angel Reese, who did the same thing that uh, Caitlin has done the entire tournament with Caitlin taunting. Clark. Caitlin Clark came out taunting. Uh, she's been very disrespectful to her opponents, disrespectful, right? Um, if that's the word that you want to use, I see it as competitive. I see two yep. women that were competing very hard, and I'm not going to lie to you, very rarely do I jump on this side of the fence with anything. Um, but why are you holding women to a different standard to men when it comes to being competitive? They're competing. They are rivals. Guess what? I hope they both make the WNBA, which they should, and that they play each other for the rest of their careers on opposite teams. And I want to follow this storyline like a Ooh. WWE. Well, I'll tell you right now. I'm, I'm invested. I'm invested. I really don't get it. I, I don't understand. You know, and then we, I don't want to get into the, the whole racial aspect of it because it did seem like it was a, a stark contrast. Well, and, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We shouldn't be surprised. I'll say this more. There there are definitely more on Twitter and, and all the socials in support of what uh, uh, Reese did than in um, disgust. The, the thing that I will note is Caitlin does play for Iowa. 
<laughs> Can't clip that part up the LinkedIn hey, Pat. Hey, All right, whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> how many, how many brothers you know in Iowa, bro? Like, I'm just saying, bro. Like, hey, that's not going online. <laughs> everybody black in Iowa is on the football team, bro. Come on now. <laughs> I, I don't understand why we sit there and and try to police these women from playing. Yeah, this, but like, I don't think people understand. Cheryl Miller was a trash talk. Like, people hated Reggie Miller. Yeah. Bro, because of how much I, trash you talk, did y'all forget that Cheryl Miller was a dog? Like, I, I mean, I, come on now. I tell, I tell Pat this all the time. It's always funny because they always laugh at Reggie, but Re- Reggie's best comeback is like, you laughing at me like you ain't get this work last week. Like, <laughs> like come on now. Like, like <laughs> hey, it, it's it's crazy, man. I just I just think it it was it was at the end of the day, two two women was competing. Yeah, Kaylin Clark showed out the whole tournament. Um, and, 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 and that's, that's the part. That's the part I don't want to be lost. And I'm gonna let you finish, Steph. I, I just kind of you a little bit. Not, right not yet, not uh, that's the part um, I don't want to be lost. We understand. Caitlyn is a dog. Oh, oh, oh. Caitlyn is her. Caitlyn is her. She is a oh. dog. Hey, I'm I'm paying money to see her shoot. I'm sorry. I'm buying. Hey, hey, bro. Hey, listen. At the where, end, where'd at you the, play at? Hey, <laughs> I, I hope it's the sky. Um, uh, um, well, we we don't have no picks. I, uh, we don't have no picks. So, man, man. um, but nah, yeah. At the at the end of the day, they definitely both competed. Caitlyn Caitlyn's been a dog this whole time. I think she scored 193 points in total with 60 with 60 assists, which has basically never been done. I think in any tournament, men's men's or women's. But then, but then, um. You you know you come back you 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 was you was talking big at LSU especially with the clip of uh Caitlin leaving Shorty open before the uh national championship game and and it was like yo we we pretty much ain't trying to worry about guarding them and then you come out and uh they they they, they basically killed you from three but I mean hey this is the spirit of competition she went up they talked I Iowa lost. That is what it is. I, I really want to know if they got beef. Like, I see the entire internet having beef on this. Like, do they got beef? Or did Caitlyn come up after I, and be like, hey, listen, yeah, yeah, you got me on that one. Guess what? I see you at the next one. Bet I take a WNBA championship. For, like, I, like he, he, this is so normal. This is not even abnormal in sports. We saw Stephen Curry. Point to his ring finger with a quarter left in the NBA Finals. Saw Aaron Donald in the middle of the field after a sack. <laughs> Aaron Donald at Bruh. least had the courtesy to do it after the game-saving sack, though. Stephen Curry had a quarter of basketball to play. <laughs> Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were on the other side. And he looked at him I'll and said... I'll see the bug, <laughs> hey, hey, nah, hey, nah. let's, let's not forget about Al Horford blowing that fatal kiss. Like, Al Horford like blowing like a kiss, you know what I mean? Like I, this I, is this is just like I, I I think here's the thing, right? There, there's two issues I really have with with everybody who's got beef with this. These are my two biggest issues. One, y'all ain't been watching. I ain't been watching. Why are you jumping in? I'm so sick of seeing these. I think I saw Keith Oberman jump in on how many WNBA games you watched this year? How many women's college basketball games did you really watch this year? Like, y'all ain't been watching. So now you're jumping in trying to make it a political thing when it's a sports thing, when it's a college sports thing, when it's a competitive thing. You haven't been watching. And on top of all of that, why are we holding these women to this standard? 
that is not what we hold everybody else to. They're competitors. They are athletes. I ain't going to lie to you. They would cook up half of y'all. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, like, why are we sitting here having this conversation about, like, these mugs are... Uh, 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 in, in in less of a sport. Now, I get the whole WNBA don't make as much money. It's not as big as the NBA. I get all of that, right? But that don't mean she can't go out there and cook. Hey, but this that's the problem, though. Everyone wants to make this something it's not. When you don't realize the eyes and attention that these two, this rivalry in itself has created for women's basketball. Oh, my God, bro. Is women's this- basketball is at an all-time high right now Ooh. because guess what? What was, the, what was the what was the one storyline that helped the NBA? What was hey, the one hey, college hey. storyline that helped the NBA? I'm about, I'm, about, I'm about to say, is this burden magic? Thank you. Is this burden magic? No Woo! one was sitting there talking that trash when burden magic was going back and forth about it. Hey, and th- and this is the thing, right? This one makes it even more interesting. Well, let's forget, bro. Whoever would have won that game, that would have been their first collegiate championship. Period. Is this nope. burden magic, like, bro? I, like. No one was saying anything about. I don't know. Did Bird and Magic talk crazy to each other? Though? I don't know if they talk all crazy the time. to each other. In the NBA, I know, but in college, was that a story? All nah, the time. Nah, I think it, yeah, it wasn't until after they met though. I know, it? I know. In the league, well, no, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it was a story. But what I say is this: the impact, like you're saying, is that it is that yeah. level of impact because. I've always said this. I said the WNBA is kind of like what the NBA was in the 80s. When you watch a WNBA game, there's some women out there that you look at and you say, oh, I, she could cook me. She could cook. And then there's some chicks out there. I'm not going to lie to you. Shouldn't be out there. You're not going <laughs> to beat me. <laughs> you, can, you can attach that WNBA. To, you, you're not going to beat me. <laughs> like, yeah, there's, 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 there's a lot. I, and it's no disrespect. It's just where the league is, right? And when we get to the point where the WNBA is at a higher level of competition, where every single team, every single team has literally every player on there, where the worst player on there, you can look at and be like, yeah, that's she going to cook me. I, I can't compete with that. Man, listen, if you all want to sit there and make this a – if they want to oversensitize this game and, and remove all the passion that these women are playing with right now, you're going to kill the product. And right now, I don't know if anyone's been listening, but the WNBA players themselves have been really, really passionate about how this game is marketed. Candace Park had a great segment on Draymond Green's podcast yeah, talking oh about God. how yeah. the game is uh, packed, oh. stuff like that. Like, you got to really look at what you what we're asking these women to do. We're talking about the, the, them not getting paid enough and this, that, and the other. No one's watching. But when you put stuff on the court and you see stuff like this, what people want to watch, people want to come. We're talking about it. People want to watch this. Stuff. Let them play. And and, 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 and stop all this, the the whole racial aspect of I hate that part, because guess what? When Caitlin was doing it, no one was saying anything. Now that it's getting done back. No, we're going to leave that. It's it's a competitive sport. They were being competitive. She got shown up. Reese made sure she knew. Guess what? You know how you get her back? Whether it's next season in the NBA, next time you see her, you bust that tail on the court. That's how we know. That's how we know the game of basketball to be played. So shout out to them for just making the putting the world on notice, period. I don't think people are giving that enough credit. We're having an international conversation about WNBA. No, college women's basketball, period. College basketball. Imagine if we put this type of attention on them all the time. 
And that's what it needs to be. I'm with you 100%. If they don't market, if they don't market these two, listen, Aces, Crazy. shout out to them. They got Candace Parker. They got and and, and Candace Parker speaking on uh, um just the, the fact that she jersey. The she fact won a championship. Never, couldn't find her jersey, bro. Bro, <laughs> the fact that she's never had her own locker, the fact that she's never that, had that part, a training facility. Now, I I can almost deal with the, you ain't had your own locker right because your 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 uh, brand isn't big enough to own a stadium where nobody else is going to play in. So you have to rent your time to stay. I can almost deal with that. You've never had a facility that you can't rent out or that you can't go into at 2 a.m. and get shots up. You've never had a – like, this ain't just the sky, but I'm irritated more with it because of the sky because it's 2020 and 2021, 2022 when she was here. You know Why how many gyms you... are in Chicago? Why couldn't they use the Wren Trust Arena or now Arena like the Windy City Bulls and stuff like that? Like, why? What? What is that about? Like, I, I don't. I, I don't know I enough don't know. about the situation to like speak intelligently about it. I can't articulate that. So I'm like, I'm really asking. Like, all the a lot of these teams are connected to major NBA teams. Like, why don't they have access to these gyms the same way that the, the men do? And that's like, that's that's my issue. How you ain't worked out some deal with? the Bulls, to say, hey, can we get keys? Oh, it's a key fob going to an athlete. They not about to be in there kicking and smoking stogies. It's a key fob going to an athlete that plays in your city. How are you not working out a deal with the Bulls or working out a deal with the Windy City Bulls or working out a deal with your local community centers that have gyms that are at the right dimensions where they can literally just go in there and work? How are we not doing this? So it's about the marketing. It's a problem with the WNBA. It's my biggest issue with the WNBA a lot of times because I am a fan of the WNBA. The WNBA don't seem to be a fan of the WNBA, though. Yeah, we, we, we've we been talking about that. And I think that that's one of the bigger problems, too, along with, along with the scheduling, which – they did fix the scheduling this year. The scheduling is better. It's not, it's oh, okay. not nearly as oh, okay. many of those 2 p.m. games. Who? No, no, no. She mentioned it on that podcast. You you had them competing against Super Bowl Sunday. But 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 see but see, but oh, see that, that was crazy. Yeah, no, nah, oh, that was crazy. Nah, no, not yeah, even that. that when she was in Chicago, when she was in Chicago, they put on a game on Bears Packers weekend, and Muggs was looking at me crazy for saying you're not covering the sky. Listen, oh. it's Bears Packers. It's Bears Packers. <laughs> Let's I mean, be real. We're doing th we're. <laughs> Whoever is running that particular ship, who's ever making those schedules, is a disservice. Is, is a huge disservice to them. They are their own detriment. They shot themselves in the foot multiple times in the same season. Let me ask you this: Does anyone even know what game was played during the Super Bowl? Uh, the Aces and uh, was it the Aces and Sky when they was in the the midseason tournament? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Essentially yeah. a playoff yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it, the uh, game mattered. It was yeah. a big game. It was, a, it was, it was the biggest game yeah. outside of the finals. And and I, think, and I think they got to fix it, too, now because of the simple fact that the NBA, the WNBA now is trying to, should I say super team era? Because you got the aces. The the, the Liberty look like they're on their way They now. got there too quick. All uh, right. Yeah, that's the problem with the WNBA. That's the part that irritates me the most about the WNBA. You're trying, you're trying to jump too quick. You know how long it took the NBA to get to a point. The NBA started 
in the early 1900s. <laughs> like, we talk about, we literally are talking about 40 years of basketball, basically, where all our best players come from. Yeah. And the NBA started in the early 1900s, bro. Like, it takes time. You got a baby step. You can't just jump to where the NBA is now. You can't just, oh, we, we should be able to do just that because we see the mid. Nah, it's not going to work that way. You got to build this thing up. You got to market this thing the right way. And there's think, people yeah. that literally, you. I, I can't tell y'all how many times people have literally said, like doing, doing Sky Live calls, I'm here because I have no idea where to find the game. That's crazy. Right. I'm here because I don't know what channel the game is on. Wow, I've never I didn't even know that part. That's crazy. Like that's like that's that's it's it's about marketing. When All-Star Weekend was here, I was like, what's happening? When are they doing stuff? What's what's going on? Like, do does anybody know? And I'm I'm calling well, Hayes. We, we had to go to AD. Listen, hey, I call I called AD. I, no, I called Hayes. Hayes literally is covering these much professionally at this point. Shout out to Hayes. And he was like, bro, I don't know what's happening. Like they said it's supposed to be here, but it's not an open event. You got to be like a season ticket member to go to it, and it, it it is what it is. And I was like, "What the heck is that?" Like I, I kid y'all not. <laughs> I was going. I was taking my wife out to brunch. We went downtown. We went uh South Loop Chicago. The bar that we were at overlooked uh, was the right next to McCormick Place. I looked down from the rooftop and I was like, "Oh, it's a WNBA event. What event is that?" She's like, "Yeah, how come you didn't know?" I was like, "I don't know. What what event is that?" Looked it up. It was an all-star game. I was having brunch next to the all-star game. Didn't even know it was there. That's a problem. And it's not because we ain't looking. I know that's what a lot of people are going to say. You got to be looking for it. No. We are. You have to. <laughs> we, do, we do this for a living. We are looking. <laughs> you have to let us know. If you don't really let us know, I would have went. I'm looking. I'm looking at the little games that they're playing outside, the shooting contests and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that, that would have been hot. But my yeah. day was already planned because I didn't know. Yeah. It was there. Nah, it, it wasn't even in the arena. It should have been. It was across the street. Like, all the games that was across the street, you'd think it would have been blocked off and stuff like that. No, regular traffic going through. Yeah. Like, hey, but by the way, they still talk, they're still talking expansion team. Expansion teams. They try to add more teams. That's the answer. Uh, hey, man, we appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love. If the WNBA don't figure this out, like if you don't see this, what's coming as a marketing god, <laughs> if you don't see this, what's coming as your, your angel that's coming down to save you, close your doors. Who's the commissioner of the WNBA? Um, Kathy Engelbert. Engel, okay. Engel, Kathy Engel. No disrespect That's to Kathy. Just Kathy Engel. No disrespect to Kathy. But I think the real the real thing you need they need to do is go ahead and merge. Let the, let Adam manage both. Let him hire a staff because the NBA is better at marketing that product and their product. And the way that the, the WNBA is looking, the way the college is being played, like you want to know why it's going to take Storm? I just saw Caitlin shoot threes from the logo. Mm-hmm. There's guys who can't do that, bro. There's, there's guys. No, sis. There's guys who can't do that. You mean to tell me now that we're making it? It ain't about the physicality. It's about the they, skill now. They, they, they it's have about the, the skill. ability to take off, bro. They like, like Steph Curry off. don't dunk. He shoot threes, and we love it. I want to see Caitlin shoot threes. Somebody needs to place a call. Like that needs to happen. 
it's a bunch of people with a lot of money that ain't got a whole lot of sense right now, and I ain't understanding. But go ahead. I'm sorry, I just hijacked that. No, is it? No, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm right no, there no, with you, bro. No, honestly, no, like it's no, go off. It's it's go it's, off. it's a it's it's mind blowing to think that they could miss this opportunity. And here's the thing: none of us sitting here right now are confident that they're going to take advantage of it. That's the problem. I don't. I'm I don't. Not, I don't know. Issue because right now, right now, like I said, you're 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 in a perfect situation to eat because you have your 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 quote unquote on one hand in the super team in the super team era with with the with the teams that's formed already. But then not only that, the 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 the, the women that are coming out of the draft are legitimate ballers, bro. This makes like, you miss Kobe like, even like Aaliyah Boston. Like even though she even though she didn't win player player of the year here, dog, she's hey, a this, dog. This I, makes I, you miss Kobe so much because like, I honestly feel like there's no way that this opportunity would be missed with people who were as invested as he was, and he had daughters that were definitely trying to make the league, right? Yeah, that that's a tough that's a tough thought to have. I just I I just think that there is a there's there's going to be listen. I, I love Kobe. No no disrespect to Kobe in the slightest. There's no bigger push than the NBA. <laughs> Kobe Kobe's not bigger than the league that that he he helped grow. So the NBA is behind you. You just got to make the right decisions. That's all it is. You just got to be. You got to make the right decisions. The problem is we don't have the confidence for them to make the right decision. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, integrity be dang. Tamper. <laughs> if you don't put these mugs on Tamper. two rival teams, Tamper. Tamper. <laughs> yep. You ain't got to do it every year, right? Listen, we know we wasn't supposed to get D Rose. Tamper. <laughs> 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 uh-huh. <laughs> Tamper. <laughs> Tamper. Hey, the Knicks was not supposed to get Patrick Ewing. <laughs> Tamper. <laughs> the Lakers wasn't supposed to get magic. Tamper. Tamper. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie. I'm not sitting here talking about the integrity of the game. You might not have a game. <laughs> Man, there ain't no integrity in this game. It's all lies. It's smoke and mirrors. People know what's going on. LeBron, right. Hey, we know as soon as Clutch Sports gets involved, or we know some roster changes is happening with LeBron's best friends. Tamper. Hey, listen. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't think it happens all the time, but I do think there are moments where the WNBA or where the NBA literally be like. Storyline's too good to pass up. Can't let that one go. Derrick Rose comes home, wins an MVP. Can't let that one go. Like, hey, it's just, hey. it's some stories that's just that, too good to that, be true. They, they gave everybody their script. <laughs> Let's be real. If Caitlin gets some more help and they run that back, that's going to be a game. And it's not uh, like Iowa was weak, but I mean, hey, I mean, the, I mean LSU was clearly real, the better realistic, team. Realistically, they could because. I mean, Andrew Reese is like that, but uh, uh, Fly J, first of all, got bars, but can get a bucket too. Here's here's I'm, the wild part. Uh, let me let me ask y'all this before 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 we get up out of here. Um, are they making more money this offseason staying in college with these NIL deals than she will going to the WNBA? Um, well, I, I I believe I believe. There's well, no way she's not getting at least a meal this offseason off of these NIL deals. Angel, Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark, and maybe Fly J is, but I, I can't speak for everybody else. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. But guess what? That's the face of the WNBA. 
That's your next face. Like, legit, right now, I'll bet you more people know these three women's name than they know WNBA players. It's a fact, because I, I listen, you know. Oh, yeah. That's a fact. I know, I, I know a bunch of them. I can sit there and rattle off names to you all day because I sit there and I cover the league a little bit and, and we we live call the games and we talk about these players all the time and there's players that I really... But there's no way. You can't tell me. These three ladies' names right here? Absolutely. And I, I'm, I, I don't think they... What what year is she? Is she a, is she a junior? A sophomore? Oh. She, she'll be a sophomore going into next year, right? Who? Angel Reese. Um... Oh no, no, no. She she won't because I think she I th- I think I I I don't want to get it wrong cuz I think she played I think she No, she'll be a senior. Um, she'll be a senior. Yeah, no, nah, because I she'll no, be she a played, senior. She played for Maryland 2 years and I think she got hurt. Yeah, I didn't know well did. I I didn't know if she got the year of eligibility if the, if they also get the year of eligibility for uh for uh, the COVID year, I didn't know if, if she got a, uh, anything with that. But man, listen, like fam, like that's like that's your future, and they might be able to make more money staying in college. It's crazy to say, but hey, man, we appreciate y'all for showing love to the channel. Appreciate y'all for tuning in as always, man. Hey, uh, I know it started a little late today. Uh, hopefully, this won't be the case tomorrow, and everything will work perfectly. But uh, the Daily Show is back, baby. We back in the building, and we got a soundboard. <laughs> Let's get it. I love it. <laughs> uh, we'll, be, we'll hopefully be live from 9 to 10 every day. That's the goal here. But uh, if, the, if we have technical difficulties, we'll be live whenever we can get to y'all, man. Appreciate y'all for showing love. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Make sure to listen on the podcast app if you missed any of it as well. If you're listening on the podcast side, leave a five-star review, man. Don't be a bum. Uh, <laughs> as always, it's your boy, Pat the Designer. Back at it again. Joined by the pettiest man alive, Mr. P-Kid. And, of course, the man formerly known as Ringo J. Stefan Adon. Hey, yo, Chicago. Y'all stay safe out there, man. Peace. Peace.